Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Zach. And I'm Austin. And, and this, this is The Human Vibe. Na, na, hey, hey, what's up? It's the tea. It's your girl. <laughs> hey. Y'all, I literally <laughs> just said, okay, Austin, I'm going to let you do the intro. So do, yes. what's, do what's in your heart. Do what you feel. And yes, that's sing your heart song. <laughs> and that's what came out, y'all. That's, that's what you all got. <laughs> You're <And> welcome. Also, <laughs> I love you. Uh, and also forgive us. We're both uh, kind of getting over a little bit of a head cold. So the, uh, let us know if y'all are experiencing the same thing, because I swear I'm having the same conversation that sinuses. Oh, yeah. Congestion. Be safe out there, y'all. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Get your get your flu shot. Drink some spicy soup. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a bit of a treat for you. We are releasing two parts today. Oh my gosh, not one. But two. Skirt on them. We doing two. <laughs> so episode seven and eight of The Human Vibe will be part one and two of leaving Ireland and moving to Italy. After three months in Ireland, uh, we ended up moving and we decided to go to Italy. So the first part, which will be this episode, episode seven, we will talk about our last week in Ireland. We'll talk about the last full day, which was honestly, it was just really oh, emotional. I, yeah. Oh, it makes me sad. I can't. It was wait beautiful. To talk about it, it really yes. was. And we're yes. really excited. And then driving to Dublin because. Oh we had my God. <laughs> Woo, that was stressful. Yeah, we, I mean, baby, we made it. <laughs> we did make it, but I had to <laughs> drive this SUV on the, what is it, left side of the road, the, the right side, side of, of the car. Yeah, yes. it's like Great Britain, you know? So that was interesting. That was the first time we'd ever done that. Oh, that is, a, oh my gosh. A story. You did an amazing job. Well, we are well, we are here. I'm here. You're clear, here. We are here, um, but we'll have to tell you how we got here, so... Stay tuned. We'll talk about that. And then um, we'll also kind of give a little bit of feedback about overall, like living in Ireland. What what are our travel tips? Like, what did we learn about living there? What would we recommend to all of you, especially if you are planning a trip to Ireland? Um, oh, so yes. That's, I can't wait to share. We have some pretty good we've got some tips snacks. and insights. Oh, ooh, we got little petite hors d'oeuvres, baby, for y'all. Little bite-sized snacks that will, you know, make our trip even more fun and better and... Yeah, I'm I'm sad to to reflect on Ireland, but I'm so happy to have experienced it. And oh my god. We'll gosh. go back. We're going back. Oh Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. They can't get rid of us. Hallelujah. Right. We made, the government we made friends for a lifetime there. Oh so. my gosh. Absolutely. Yes. Um and for those of you who don't know, if this is your the first episode that you're listening to, I'm Zach. I'm Austin. And we are an engaged couple living abroad. We decided earlier this year to take a leap of faith and we moved abroad. Um, we decided we we've sold always... all our stuff, girl. We absolutely did. Except for some of the good things. I kept the GameCube. If you want more, deta- original if you want more details about that, listen to the first episode. But... Yes. Please go back. <laughs> if you just hear, go back to one. <laughs> Austin's, yes. Austin's still talking about selling all this stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we took a leap of faith, moved here with our miniature dachshund, and we are living in long-term places every three months, moving to different countries. We'll talk a little bit more about that and um, that process at the end of the episode. But that's who we are. So let's just dive right in. Ireland. Um, um, our last. Our last week. Yes. I our remember. last. Our last. Yeah. From where we left off in the previous podcast of 
celebrating Fred's birthday. And that was in early September. So this is late September. Yeah. So we are in the final weeks of, you know, leading up to leaving Ireland. And it was really sad. It started to get a little colder. Um, I want to say, what, 14, 13, 12 degrees Celsius. So it's, you know, in the f- lower 50s. 50s. Educating the children. Yeah. Yeah. And this is September. So, I mean, compared to the U.S., that is pretty cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. I think the last week in Ireland, it really hit us. We really... Um, I remember we would walk to St. Patrick's Park, like one of the last evenings oh that we were gosh, there. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, St. Patrick's Park, There, we have a picture of it on our Facebook page, um, The Human Vibe. And our Instagram. And our Instagram, Check yeah. But one of our favorite places to go. In and Cork City. We just like walked uh, at the top of there, watched the sunset. Overlooks the city, the sunset. It's just so beautiful. A lot of great memories there. And actually the last, last day we were there, I walked Schnitzel to play around with him and to let him run around one last time before traveling. And I just cried. Oh my gosh. I just bawled like a baby. I was just looking out just saying, Oh my gosh, I love my life. I'm so thankful for this experience. Wow. Yeah. That I think the last week, if we could, if I could really express it, I think we both had so much gratitude for Mm -hmm. being able to live in Ireland. Mm, Absolutely. Um, We just had a lot of conversations about how it was a lot harder for us to say goodbye than we thought. And I'll be really honest, um, you know, for me, I, and I've said it a couple times, but I think that I loved Ireland and living there a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. I knew I would enjoy it and really like it, but man, I just really fell in love with it. The people, you know, the beauty, the history. It was mm-hmm. just such an interesting Our people. experiences that we had with the really cool people. Yeah. Friends we've met, stories we have, photos we've taken. It really just blew our minds out of the water. You know, for the first three months of this experience, it was prepa. Yeah, absolutely. But our last week, so we planned, we already knew that we wanted to live in Italy. um, And we made that decision because we're not going to go through all of the details of the law. But basically, in Europe, there's the Schengen area, which is you can move in and out of Schengen um, as an American for 90 days out of a 180-day period. So... Technically, as an American, you can live 90 days in Schengen, 90 days out. Ireland is outside of Schengen, so we started outside of Schengen, and then we decided, let's go to a country that's in the Schengen area, and Italy was one of those. The more you know about Schengen. (laughs) We've done so much research on this. Give me my money for my jingle. (laughs) (laughs) So Italy was next. That was the next location that we decided back in like April of 2021. Um, Wanted to do something completely different. Wanted we were just earning and itching for that adventure. So we decided uh, that we were going to move to Italy. Uh, so preparing for that, uh, we obviously had to say goodbye to, to Ireland first. And um, yeah, so we made preparations and we like bought the plane tickets and made sure that it's an airline that Schnitzel could fly in the cabin with us because that is a little bit tricky. Whenever we fly, we do need to choose an airline that allows Schnitzel to fly in the cabin. So there's um, certain weights. Of course, Schnitzel is a 12-pound yeah. miniature dachshund, so he weighs like a solid six or seven kilograms. Yep. Yeah, and again, we talk about this in our previous episode, but we booked the plane tickets, and um, ultimately we had to figure out how we were going to get to the airport in Dublin. We were in Cork, and the airport was actually shut down in Cork at the time. So we needed to get to Dublin, and we couldn't. our flight was really early, so... We were like, okay, how do we get to the airport? We couldn't take a train um, to the airport either. Um, And so 
our preparation, we got a rental car. And so that was one of the last items that we needed to prepare for before we left. And then that led up to our last full day in Ireland. We left on a Sunday. Yes, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday morning. It was really early. So our last day was on Saturday. So that was the day that we needed to go pick up the car and everything. But we started the day off. Uh, obviously, started the day off with some Boru coffee. Had to say goodbye to Brian. Had to say goodbye to Tristan. Um, just had to say goodbye to our favorite coffee shop in Cork. Uh, then we also wanted to make sure that we had some final goodbyes with all the amazing, beautiful people that we met. So we got a last brunch uh, the day before we left. It was so cold. It was so dark and also, cold. It was, yes, it was so cold, so dark. <laughs> and it was probably like the earliest we had arisen, like the second or third time earliest we had woken up since. since Did you moving. say arisen? Arisen. Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> Arose? Or is it just risen? We'd risen. Okay. Yeah. Don't clock me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're so cute. But we went to the Liberty Grill, Liberty Grill in Cork. And we went with uh, Grant and JP and Fred, our little boy squad, and it was absolutely wonderful. It was. It was such it a was beautiful and we sad and emotional. We and hadn't done tender. Honestly, that it's really funny because we really hadn't done like a brunch like that in in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously, when we were in Killarney, had breakfast and did like the Irish breakfast, but. We had just this like really lovely brunch with them, said our goodbyes, took lots of pics. Uh, you know gays love brunch. Come on. That's what we <laughs> That's do. Right. That's where we kiki. We each have coffee and orange juice and a cocktail. And we say our goodbyes. And it really was so tender and sad. And yeah. We just love those guys. Like, And we, again, like friends for life. Like we In our hearts, we knew we were going to. It's just yeah. see, you, see you at a later date. We'll see you soon. Yeah, just like with so, a lot of the people in the United States who yeah. are our very dear friends, it's not, you know, goodbye. It's see you, see you again soon. See you, you know? next time. Love you. Sending um, you so much love from where we are. Absolutely. So we went to. It was a busy day, so we went to brunch, and then right after brunch, we were actually going to have coffee with our your landlord, dear Declan, our landlord. Oh, Declan, so sweet. And Paul, Paul, the owner of the Three Little Piggies, Three Little Piggies, getting coffee two times. Yeah, and Grant ended up joining us. Um, and so we went and we had coffee and we just chatted. It was really fun to catch up. And again, I've talked about it before, but Paul is like one of those people who is just really, um, he's kind of like a community champion in court. Such he a knows, giver. Oh yeah, he's such, such a giver, a nice such guy. a lover. Quality yeah. human. Paul is amazing. And he just knows so much information, oh, like a lot of history. We were him. so lucky that we had Declan and Paul. Miss you, Langer. Um, <laughs> and they had the cutest like Irish accents, too. <laughs> and we just got to say goodbye and just... Yeah, it was really beautiful. You know, those are the people who, when I we were looking for places to stay, Paul was the first person to reach out after posting on that Facebook group. He connected us with, with Declan. So these are, you know, two of the first true interactions that started earlier in the year that we met on Facebook. And it was just, it was emotional. I could, I could feel myself like welling up and just sad, but again, it was just until next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I think for us, we were excited, you know, at the prospect of going to Italy and that, so that definitely helped, but yeah, it was very emotional. I think the most emotional part of that day though was after we got coffee at Three Little Piggies, Declan took us again for the last time in his uh, little vintage car. Oh, so, so cute. 
and <laughs> we actually had a picture. Him. I think we posted a picture yeah. of him standing outside of it back in like early October, late September. Yeah. And that was uh, that morning. But he drove us to the car rental office and we just kind of talked while he drove and we were kind of reminiscing about the first full day that we were there and yeah. how he'd driven us around and just being together know, and and we felt so much closer to him then and it's so funny because that first day mm. he was so sweet and so talkative but it's like that last day he was just as sweet just as talkative but we we knew him you yeah know? we knew him more we could just mm-hmm. feel the sad it was sad i very very sad we hadn't i love that man yeah we love you yeah, and when he dropped us off, it was really sweet. He gave us each a hug, and he had tears in his eyes, and it made me really emotional. And when he pulled away, I just, yeah, that was a moment where I yeah. suddenly was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to really miss this place. I'm going to miss yeah. these people, Yeah, which is really beautiful when you think about it because that's what the human vibe is all about. It's creating those human connections around the world, being able to learn empathy through experiences of others. And mm. I think for us, it's like, I don't know. I mean, how many people do you know are like, you know, I have a very beautiful human connection with some somebody in Cork, Ireland and Southwest yeah. Ireland, you know, who has such cool and crazy stories. The and best just stories. Was so yeah. welcoming and unapologetically kind and giving just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. Truly, truly wonderful. Um, so, yeah, the, the morning was wonderful and very emotional and we ended up getting our car. And so. The rest of the, day, of the day, we were really just like packing and figuring out, you know, what, what we wanted to take, which... Uh, honestly, and you make it sound like getting the car was just some sort of something, but you literally were like, here we go. I'm driving on the left-hand side of the road in the car. I'm on the right-hand side it of the car. It is a mind trip, y'all, because I think in the U.S., it's really interesting. When you're driving on the left side, you know pretty well what's on your left and then it's usually on the right you're always just trying to like figure out okay where's my blind spot etc it's the opposite yeah if so you're the driving time I'm right in there, now I'm like, what is going on yes if you're driving right now i really want you to picture like be very mindful that you're well, how you're driving now flip that okay it is a mind it's trippy it is it was and it was really strange because I think it was a lot more difficult than I thought because I'd been driving for so long and I think a lot of us drive on autopilot. Oh, absolutely. And we just don't even think about mm-hmm. it. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, so think about this when if you go up to a traffic light and it's red, like if it, you could turn right a lot of times unless it's no right on red. Right. But in Ireland, it's the opposite. You pull up to a light and if nobody's coming, you can go left. Trip. <laughs> you do not ever go right. <laughs> you, you you made it back to the apartment really well though you yeah, I was like, slow and steady so you picked it up i'm really really proud of you for that thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you i told austin i was like you have to navigate i cannot think about anything except for driving this car yes uh it the drive to to the to the airport was a lot of fun um but our last couple of hours we Got the car, started packing everything up, and had our last little hurrah with with Fred, our our friend from South yeah, Africa. Fred came over. We actually shot a like a podcast episode, but it's in the vault. It, <laughs> maybe one day we'll unlock it. It's I don't pretty know. juicy. I, no, I don't know if we will because uh, let's just we were all just really excited Hot and happy gossip. to see you. <laughs> about <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> Ooh, apartheid. 
<laughs> no, but it was it was more of just to have fun um, with him, and so we'll figure out if we'll we'll use it in the future. Um, but it was fun. We just had that last raw with him, and our we had to leave the next morning at like three a.m. Yeah. So <laughs> no, no, we were actually no, it was earlier than that. We left Cork at like, like two. One or two. One a.m. Yeah. So it's dark out. You're driving all opposite ways. And we are driving, what was it, three hours? Yeah, it was about three, three, yeah, three hours or Three so. hours in the dark to Cork Airport or to Dublin Airport. Yeah. And um, it starts raining. Y'all literally, I am surprised we made it. There were some moments, we had some moments of like, Pure terror, like when we came up to the toll and... They didn't accept card. They didn't accept and card. And we had no cash. And we had not enough cash. And I hit the help button and I was like, I'm so sorry. I only have this much. I put the change in there and some guy at the building, he just let us through. He's like, it's okay. Go. Again, Irish, Irish people. people. So nice. And so we're driving up. You did an amazing job. Um, we had to stop at a gas station to get change for the rest of the tolls. Um, it was raining, like you said, and in Ireland, you pass again, cause everything's opposite. You pass on the right. Oh yeah. So the, the fast lane is in, is on the right hand side, but that's also where the concrete barrier is strangely enough. So then you're like, it's tripping your mind. It just, it throws your peripherals off of what you know how to drive yeah. a car. Yeah, it, it really messes up like your autopilot. So the entire time I'm just sitting there like frazzled and frantic. I think I have a video somewhere um, of me <laughs> while Austin was in the gas station. He was not happy with me because I was stressed out. I'll be honest with y'all. It if was y'all have times. ever watched The Amazing Race and just like understand the whole navigating thing and like I feel a lot more um, respect for it. Oh, and yeah. I think we did a good job. I think there are moments of like I could tell he knew he hit a curb and I was like, oh, he hit a curb and I would say, it, we made and it. And I was like, baby, I know I hit a curb. And we's good, we's good. <laughs> you know what? But that creates a lot of like teamwork. Yeah. You know, a lot of communication, mm. you know, you have to communicate in those moments so much. So thankfully we, at, we ended up making it and we had to fill up with gas beforehand. And that was a whole stressor. And also I forgot to mention this because we were getting to Cork or to Dublin airport at like 5am. Yes. Cause our, our flight left at six. We were our getting flight there. left at six. We were supposed to get there at four. We were supposed to get there at four. We like literally probably didn't park until about four forty-five. Yeah, but we were told, you know. So for those of you who ever like return a rental, um, we were told that the main like return a rental like it was not open because they did not run shuttles until starting at six a.m. Yeah, which our so we was had to them. park it in some sort of garage that was not. Oh. He gave me these instructions. He goes, just keep going toward the terminal and you go past the right, you do a right here and you go he, left he's here. He's making it sound like this was like it's easy. easy and there's some like sort of a sign. Like this was Indianapolis airport that it was just easy peasy lemon squeezy. No. no. Google Maps couldn't find it. No. We drove around for like probably 20, 15, 20 minutes. 20 minutes at least. And in addition to finding this parking lot. By some miracle, I was like, we let's just, just go yeah. over here. And there was a random parking garage and it had like the Hertz sign and I was like, Yes. yes. So it's it. like 4.50. We have schnitzel. We have our flight leaves at 6. We still need to check it in. It stops boarding at like 5.30, Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's when it like, it starts to board at like 5.30, was stopping at like 5.45. No, it stopped boarding really, really early. It did? Yeah. Remember? Oh, oh, yeah. So I'll get to that in a second. So we, 
get to the counter and obviously we check in everything. Which is taking a little bit longer. They, they straight up, I mean, of course they should weigh schnitzel, but they didn't weigh schnitzel the first time. <laughs> He's so little, but he, so anyway, we get everything done and I'm like, I'm going to go return these car keys. I had to go downstairs in the terminal uh, or in the check-in counter area to return these Hertz keys. So, and I tell Austin, go through to the gate. You have schnitzel. You know, you I have the folder with our, our fireproof folder with literally all of our important stuff. All of our documents, like our birth certificate, social security card, our passports, like everything that you need um, is in this fireproof secure folder. So Austin has that. And I run downstairs. Of course, the Hertz counter literally says counter is closed. Go to Baby the closed. other terminal. And turn it in. Where, who, what, what? It is 5.15 a.m. Lord have mercy. I ran. I sprinted. On no sleep. No sleep. Yeah, I was so exhausted. I had just driven like three hours. And you. you yeah, so I, I sprint and I finally get to the security checkpoint. And I, I see Austin just standing there with schnitzel. And he looks at me and he goes, do you have the folder? You make it sound non, so nonchalant. I was running I was around f- trying to find you. I went downstairs and I was running around and I was texting him and I was like, <laughs> he must have grabbed the folder. I, oh, have, I, was I have schnitzel. Oh my gosh. You said no. I, you seen bolted back to the counter. No one was at the counter, but I saw the folder, went behind the counter, peeped it, grabbed it, ran back. We are like, it's kind of busy. It's busy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like, most airports that we've been to have been like not too too busy, but Dublin Airport was at that time. Busy. Yeah. Why at six a.m.? Yeah, exactly. And of course, traveling with the dog has just added so many right. Julian layers. We so we were going through like security though, and I think I, you or I, one of us got stopped. Like they had to go through and do a check, but it was like taking them forever. And right as we're getting the bag, they're like looking in it, searching. We hear over the intercom. That our flight was literally closing. Calling passengers Cherny and Asel. Please report. It, no, it did the, not say It Cherny literally Asel. said our names in my memory and in my vision. That's how it said. <laughs> it said our name like. It did psh, not. Flight 4711 to Charles de Gaulle is finalized boarding. <laughs> and, we, you know, we're grabbing our bags. I have schnitzel out. We're we're running. Running. Weaving like, in think, and out of these people. Think home alone family, like, oh my looking gosh. it through O'Hare. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, you have to walk through this, like, luxurious mall in Dublin Airport. If you've ever been to Dublin Airport, you have to walk through all of the shops. It's like this, like, beauty counters. And, you know, people are going. Spraying perfume in our faces. Ham at 5 a.m. I'm like, no, Mary, I cannot. Like, who needs Estee Lauder at 6 a.m.? And, of Come course, on. it's like the uh, gate all the way at the end. Yeah. And we're running, we're running, we're running. There was a woman literally like a couple hundred feet in front of the gate, just like saw us running, was like, you need to put schnitzel in the bag. Um, you got, you like, come with me, come with me, come with me. And there were so many lines of people, like she's moving us through the people and we make it to the, the counter. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you still have to pay for schnitzel. Yeah. The counter, the guy at the counter forgot to charge us for schnitzel. So we're like... All of this to say, truthfully, all of this to say, when you're traveling internationally with a dog and you're hauling basically everything that you own, mm-hmm. it is it can be stressful mm-hmm. and hectic. Life tip. Early, <laughs> earlier is better. <laughs> earlier is better. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and, and but truthfully, we did leave early enough. It's just 
so many things came up. The rain. Yeah, you never know. Oh, yeah, you the never rain, know. The rain, we didn't know about the tolls, so we had to actually get off the highway for a while to go to that that uh, gas station. Mm. It was just a lot, but we made it. Life is like a box of chocolates. You honestly, you never know what you're going to get. Hallelujah. But we made it. Made it to the counter, paid. Last people walking on this plane. All of a sudden... You know, after being flustered and putting things, our bags up, just like, here's our tickets. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Like making sure I still have my passport, my wallet and my, all of my uh, tickets. I'm like, where's the folder? The folder. The folder, y'all. The gentleman at the check-in gate, I had left it there. He had come onto the boarding plane. The woman got on. Hello, we have a folder. And before they could even finish that, you know, they got three words in. I jumped. I literally hurled myself over Zach. I was like, move. This and is I just true. like, and I ran up and I walked. This is true. Story. Grabbed it. And I, I'm sweating y'all. And I sat my, sat my butt down. I was like, we got the folder, you know, <sighs> my gosh. Yeah. That was, I think for both of us, that was just such a wild morning. But once we got on that flight to our next stop was Charles de Gaulle before we went to Palermo, we were both just like, Thank God. It it and now I think like full circle, like us getting to Indianapolis, like walking on the plane, us <laughs> leaving in Ireland. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. When we left Indiana to come here, when we left from Chicago, barely making it on the plane, Dublin, walking onto the plane. I mean, I feel kind of VIP when I walk on last because I ain't gotta wait, but <laughs> it gets to you. It does, and it's funny because anytime we watch travel vloggers, they always talk about that. You know, you just never know, but being flexible, it helps and planning things out definitely helps. Um, but so we'll talk in our next episode in part two about when we got to Charles de Gaulle, because let me tell you what, the drama does not end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I gasped because <laughs> literally I forgot we have to talk about this. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so bad. It's oh my. <laughs> oh, trust me. I don't. It's not a laughing moment. It's not. But the tea is about to be spilled. It's hot and it's brewing. <laughs> and uh, I was really so our entire time in Ireland if I could just even summarize that into one word which I probably don't even think I could but it was just magical it really was just so many moments of pure magic that you couldn't it just happened to you and you couldn't understand why and you don't know the answer but it was just so beautiful it was yeah and I think it's it is it's interesting because now that we've been here in Italy for a month and a half, I just look back on Ireland all the time and I ask myself, you know, why I loved it so much and I think obviously hindsight is 2020. Okay. It, when it comes down to it, it really was the people, but I think the community of Cork, like where we live, the city in which we lived was just like a really unique place. Like I think Cork City um originally when we decided to move there, obviously everybody wants to move to Dublin. People talk about that. That's probably the city they know, you know, the best. Oh yeah. Guinness and all that. And we, and we've talked about that, but I think what surprised me the most was Cork, Cork city. I'm glad we decided to venture off the beaten path. I would say. Yeah. And explore Southwest Ireland, County Cork and, and make Cork our, our home. It was our home for three months. 
Oh, I love it. And people have asked us. Part of my heart is there. Of course. People have asked us, like, would you ever live in Cork again? And we're like, oh, my gosh, of course. Oh, absolutely. We recently met somebody here in Italy who was talking about how he's been looking at a job in Cork. And we both just, like, lost it. freaked out. We've been connecting him. We love Cork. Oh, my gosh. Giving him the real tea about all of it because we just loved it. Yeah. I would move there with a million dehumidifiers in a heartbeat. Truly. Hallelujah. It's humid, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, so things that we would recommend, like if you're going to travel to Ireland, if you're going more long term, yeah, that is one thing to be aware of is that it's it's strange because even though it's not very warm, if you've ever been to Hawaii and Hawaii, you have to be or Florida, honestly, you have to be aware of moisture in the air. And that's one thing that we found out in Ireland is because it's a maritime weather and there's water. It's an island, right? Um, yeah, so it's very moist and it's cloudy. And even though it's... 60 and 50 degree days like it feels warmer honestly it does it does and you find yourself sweating like a traditional irish sweater which i have it it breathes really well so it like keeps you warm and cool it allows the wind to move through it and it makes sense now like why traditionally they made these these sweaters yeah but i think that a couple of our things did get moldy and so that was like one thing that oh my straw hat yeah we had a couple things that did get moldy um when we were packing up to leave so that's just one thing if you're going to be there more long term i would say as a travel tip um if you don't have somebody you know there who has a car I'd say renting a car or doing the bus tours is really good because yeah, trains don't term. go everywhere. Yeah. Well, even if you're not there long term, if you're if you're there short term and you want to see a lot of yeah. it. I mean that's a lot of our travels came from going to other places. Yeah, with and like they Fred do or whatever. Yeah, they do have um and I wish I could think of the name. It wasn't open obviously when we were there during the pandemic. But there's like that bus tour that goes all over uh, Southwest The Cork Paddy Wagon. The Paddy Wagon. Yeah. yeah. Hop on one of those. I definitely would suggest that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. it's it, Ireland is just definitely one of those places where going into a small village is, you should definitely. The twist and it. turns on those tiny roads just brings you to such, and I've already said it, magical places. Each place is different. It's unique. It's kind. It's welcoming. It's inviting. Yeah. It's green. It's. Yeah. And sometimes going to the places that it's funny because before we left, everybody talked about the ring of Kerry and talked about Kinsale and certain places to go to. And we hit up a few places that we never heard of like Mizenhead and places like that, that I just sneem, right? Well, I would just recommend Linda Lowe. Yeah. So I would say if you're going to Ireland, definitely venture out, hit up some of those small towns because those are where we found some true gems, whether it's really good soda bread or ancient stone rocks built for fairies no no the ancient ancient and the ancient stone rocks built for fairies but the ancient (laughs) stone rocks you what else oh my gosh the best soda bread oh yeah so yeah that's that's another travel tip i would have but ultimately just if i had to like some if you had to some ireland and like a time in ireland up in one word what would it be magical Okay. Oh, magical. Okay. Yeah. yeah remember, I already. That. Yeah. Yeah. We asked that question. I don't. I've, I've been thinking about that, and I think for me it would be surprising, but that's only Ooh, because. Like a yeah. Like I. I think it's because again, I. I came in with these expectations, and a lot of them came from things I've seen in movies in the U.S. and like things I'd seen on TV and what people had told me, but I think Ireland is just such a mystical place. Like mm. it's such a. 
an interesting, fascinating place that you you can always find something new and something different. Oh, I'm like getting emotional thinking about it because I just feel myself there. I can like literally transport myself there and just. Yeah. And it just feels oh so my peaceful. Gosh. I think part of my heart is really, really is there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I and would I suggest it in a literal heartbeat. Absolutely. So if you are out there, if you are driving today is the day before Thanksgiving, but if it is Thanksgiving where you are right now and you are thinking, should we ever take a trip to Ireland? Our recommendation is. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. In a heartbeat. <laughs> Don't stop. Do you want some <laughs> recommendations? Hit us up. Hit I'll us literally up. reach out to people for you. I would love for you to meet the people, to smell the smells, to dance and drink and yeah, it's, not have a care in the world and just be so in your safety doing it. Yeah, no matter where it is in Ireland, honestly. But anyway, so in our next episode, in part two, we'll be talking, we'll be continuing on the story of us and how we moved to Italy. We will start it off with the story of Charles de Gaulle because... If you ever wanted something to start off with a bang, this, this is, is going to be it. The bang, bang, pow, baby. <laughs> Talking my style. Nah, it's, it is, it's a lot. It <laughs> it's is. funny. It is. It's it is. Funny. It was, I mean, at the moment it was not funny at all, but. <laughs> but please enjoy if <laughs> wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening. Seriously. We love you all. Um, And most importantly, remember to chase your happiness. And thanks for vibing with us. Bye.